0: everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Curtain Call, a podcast where we will be talking about gender and its impact on the stories we depict on a Broadway stage. I am your host, Jamie Corder, and I am very excited to be here with you all today. To start off the podcast, I wanted to give you all just a little background information about myself, as I know most of my listeners will not know who I am, So, hi, my name is Jamie. I am a senior at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I am on track to graduate this May as the first person in my family to go to college, which is really exciting I'll be graduating with my bachelor's degree in journalism and media studies with a minor in gender and media This podcast curtain call is actually my minor capstone project that I got to choose and design myself And I'll be working on that throughout the semester, which I think is really cool throughout my college career I've been exposed to some really great awesome volunteer opportunities and internships that have just expanded my knowledge of journalism and media whatever field I decide to go into after graduation I'm just looking to find a job that is fulfilling and makes me happy just a little more information about my volunteer work and my internships this year will be my fifth year working for a nonprofit summer camp for children with congenital heart disease the camp is called hope with heart and it has been operating for more than 30 years while i started off working there as a camp counselor i recently took over the position of assistant activities director and i also helped originate our social media team prior to originating the social media team our social media manager was not very good she had never even been to the camp before and having worked with the kids for two or three years i decided it would be a great idea to Kind of take over the role as social media manager and help better our social media. It was through this work that I realized that I'm extremely passionate about working with nonprofits, especially nonprofits that involve kids. I like helping small nonprofits build their social media presence so that they get better funding, better donations, and such. It's been really rewarding work. This semester, I'm also interning with a New Jersey based magazine called The Digest. I am a contributing writer who mainly writes about the food and restaurant industry in the Garden State. This was definitely not by choice. It was by chance. But I've slowly become the resident foodie among the interns. But I'm definitely not complaining about it. I love food and I love writing about things that I typically don't write about and the food industry is one of those things so it's been a really interesting opportunity like many college students now during the pandemic i live at home with my parents my younger brother and my cat named jasper yes he is named after the twilight character don't judge me, I was 10 when I named him. This will hopefully change when I get a full-time job and I have the resources to move out. I would love to move out and get my own apartment, especially not having that chance to live on campus. I want to try and live on my own for a little bit. I am also a type 1 diabetic. I just celebrated my 12-year diagnosis day on February 10th, which is just crazy to think that I've been living this lifestyle for more than a decade. Additionally, some of my passions include reading, I am a huge Harry Potter nerd, watching the same Netflix series over and over again because I really don't like change, and I love Broadway musicals. I've seen five Broadway musicals in my 21 years of life, the most recent being Wicked and Hadestown prior to the pandemic shutdown. I wanted to base my gender and media capstone project around something that I love to talk about, so I thought it would be a great idea to combine my appreciation of theatre, my newfound love of podcasting, and my interest in gender roles, stereotypes, and relations into one big super project. I think this is a great segue into talking about what you'll be expecting from this series as well as why it's important to analyze how gender is portrayed in a Broadway musical. You've decided to listen to Curtain Call. Great choice. But what the heck will these episodes be about, and how will they be broken up? Well, you're listening to the first episode, which I have cleverly titled Intros and Expectations, where I let you all get to know more about myself and what will be expected of this series. After this current podcast, which will be a lot shorter than those to come, we will dive into the world of musical theater starting in 1949. Now, you may ask, why 1949? Well, I chose this year because this was when the first Tony Award Show occurred. Plus, it made it easier for me to split up the subsequent years into neat little decade episodes. In our first official episode, we will talk about musicals from 1949 to 1959. The next will be 1960 to 1970. The one after that will be 1971 to 1980, and so on and so forth, all the way up to the most recent Broadway season, which was 2019. In each decade episode, I've picked two musicals to discuss that each has significant plots, characters, or themes that revolve around gender. Now, while I have an extensive knowledge of musicals from my past education and my own personal experience performing in productions, I'm obviously going to be using additional research from gender and theater experts to back up my claims. In addition to these decade episodes that focus on specific musical productions, I'm hoping to produce two extra episodes that will come later in the series. The first will focus on gender and behind the scenes of a Broadway show. This episode will specifically look at the gender gap between prominent positions in a production, such as writers or directors, all the way down to the makeup artists, audio engineers, costume designers, set designers, etc. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these statistics, they will surely surprise you. You will not want to miss this episode. Additionally, I'd love to have an honorable or not so honorable mentions episode where I talk about the musicals that have important gendered elements, but that didn't make the final cut for the official decades episode. There's only so much I can pack into one show before listeners start dozing off, so I thought it would be best to dedicate an additional podcast episode to the musicals we just didn't get to talk about. These extra episodes will all depend on timing, but I'm hopeful that both will be uploaded by the end of the series. New episodes of Curtain Call will be posted every Friday on both Spotify and the Apple Podcast app, so keep an eye out for a new episode next week. Now that you know what's to come in this podcast series, let's talk about why it's important to discuss gender and Broadway. Much like other stories we encounter through TV shows, movies, and novels, the narratives we portray in Broadway shows often include themes, characters, or plots that revolve around gender. These depictions can be about both men and women, be both positive and negative portrayals, and are either integral to the show's overall tale, or remain a secondary issue. No matter what, we need to be analytical about the Broadway shows being produced and consumed. Without these types of analyses, we wouldn't be able to recognize and therefore correct wrongful portrayals of gender, gender stereotypes, or gender relations, nor would we be able to praise progressive gender depictions and diversity on the stage. With support from academics in both the gender and theater fields, Curtain Call aims to have fun, yet honest conversations about the gender narratives told in previous Broadway musicals, and to discover if there has been a shift in attitude toward gender throughout Broadway's history. The topic of gender almost always bleeds into other important, yet sometimes controversial, topics such as race and sexuality. For this reason, Curtain Call will also be discussing musicals that talk about gender identity, struggles with one's sexuality, heavy, important world events such as the AIDS epidemic, and gender roles in communities of color. Again, these conversations may not be pleasant to have, but they are necessary in order for Broadway to grow as an industry. So, are you ready to learn about The Great White Way and its relationship to gender? If so, grab your favorite drink and settle on in because Curtain Call is here to help educate you. Thank you so much for joining me for the first episode of this series. I had so much fun talking with you all, and I am so, so excited for what's to come. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about me and that you stick around for future episodes. Speaking of which, coming up next week on Curtain Call. To give you all a sneak peek into our first official episode, we will be going all the way back to the 1950s to talk about the 1949 musical Kiss Me Kate. I hate men. Though roosters, they, I will not play the hen and the 1957 Tony Award-winning My Fair Lady. All in I could Interestingly, both productions are based on well-known plays. Kiss Me Kate is a musical retelling of Shakespeare's classic Taming of the Shrew, and My Fair Lady is a modern-day version of George Bernard Shaw's Pygmalion. In both productions, the male protagonist is tasked with transforming the lead female character into the quote-unquote ideal proper lady. Good luck with that, boys! This episode will talk about the play and its musical interpretation, feminist themes, and the dynamic of male-female romantic relationships. If any of this piques your interest, you'll definitely want to stick around. We'll see you next time on Curtain Call.